Hand in your blasters and welcome to the Imperial Senate podcast. We're here to discuss the latest news, theories and discuss subjects in the greatest detail we can. Hello, I'm your well, I'm your host Charlie and with me as always is my co-host, my co-pilot, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my uh, greatest. That was perfect. Yeah, that was my greatest co co pilot impersonation there. How's it going, everyone? It's a pleasure to be here on the Imperial Senate podcast. And we're basically we're here following on from our pilot, which was the Rogue One teaser uh, video uh, podcast that we did, which was pretty good. Got a good response. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, people seem to enjoy our ramblings and whatnot. So. Thank Can't you complain. For, thank you for liking us. <laughs> so basically, do you want to explain what this podcast is? Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's really, as of now, sort of a amalgamation of a few ideas, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, because we always we liked we just like talking, and that was one of the things that a lot of people have said about the first pilot episode is that mm-hmm. they liked our. Just us talking and being honest. It wasn't that fake. We just explained what we wanted to talk about, and we're just going to continue to do that. Just why we're called the Imperial Senate, because just like the Galactic Republic Senate, we're going to get different ideas, different trailers, news, theories, subjects, characters is one thing we want to definitely focus on, and we're going to sure. do in this episode. Yeah, and we always we always gather in committees yeah, to. Uh to discuss these topics. <laughs> exactly. And we also found that the Imperial Senate was a funny name because it just gets <laughs> wiped out within about the first sentence it's introduced. Right. So, you know, classic British attack myself irony. <laughs> so we're basically we're saying is we'll probably be cancelled in um you know, maybe ten episodes. Oh, ten, that's, that's pretty cheerful, the way you're looking at it. Well, I like to think the Imperial Senate had some time to do something, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll continue. <laughs> yeah. So as long as, as long as we keep uh, Papa Palpatine happy. Should we just get into the news now? I think so. Let's go for it. Okay, so the top story we've got, Rogue One Toys. So we know that the Rogue One Toys are coming out, and the Rogue Friday event should be end of this month, right? Yeah, I think um, September 30th is the the date I've been hearing. And we've seen a lot of the figures because um, they've been leaked. Right. <laughs> and just sold before they should have been. But today we got a better look at most of the figures and merchandise that will be released for Rogue One. Uh, yesterday night, Anthony Bresnikan from EW uh, teased a little something about what will be coming out. And then he published an article... Announcing this Go Rogue initiative. Right, right. Did you see the video for it? I did, and it's, it's quite a little entertaining uh, <laughs> piece of stop motion. Sir, we seem to have lost the building instructions. What? It's so well done. Like, the stop yeah. itself is really just fluent. Yeah, very smooth. And um, it's almost, yeah, it's almost like, it's like Robot Chicken-y. It's but, very robot chicken but... Yeah. Yeah, you know, less less robot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly Detour's style. Like right. Comedy itself, but it's just a little bit of fun, isn't it, for kids? Yeah, interested. it's great. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm, like, 24, so... I wonder... Yeah, it shows how kids, uh, kids must eat this stuff up. Because I've got two younger brothers, Brennan and Jensen, and they're five and four. Mm-hmm. And they just loved it so much they couldn't stop laughing, and they just yeah. they just wanted everything in it. One thing I think that's really great about it is the like it's a it's like a cross of the different types of toys. So you get like Funko and Lego and um, the regular Hasbro figures and Black Series and this, yeah, it's just like a really cool way to bring all the the like new toy merchandise together into um, a little funny video. And it was just, yeah, it was just fun. And it's, I like the way that how they're sort of um, asking different kids and different people to make their own sort of videos. Mm-hmm. Get involved and just use the toys for what they're for, or just making up these new stories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, um, it, I think it's, uh, it's funny to sort of 
look at all these characters interacting in like goofy ways um because of course there's the segment of fandom who looks at this as like this is not uh, a good way to represent these characters before we've even seen them oh the anti-phone brigade yes (laughs) and um yeah i think it's it's just it's even funnier that we haven't seen him yet because <laughs> we don't yeah. have like preconceptions and maybe even after the movie we'll look back on this little uh commercial series and and laugh even more i mean yeah we're like we're in a group and we see people that were very angry with the um the subject and the advertisement mm-hmm. too childish but i mean george made the film for families and for kids it's always had that bit of fun and element right to it I, I always, yeah, I always think that, certainly with the saga movies, if you make a saga movie that a seven-year-old can't get into, you made a bad Star Wars movie. Exactly, that's that's it. That yeah. sums it up. So, I mean, yeah, like obviously books and comics and I guess standalone films, um, you know, they can be a little different, but like the the core, it needs to it needs to get to the kids, you know. And the thing is as well that Rogue One is a war film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've already said it's going to be... I mean, kids will be able to watch it. Right. It's not going to be that dark. It's still a Star Wars film, but it's mm-hmm. going to be a bit darker than the saga film, as you'd imagine. So you can't advertise that to kids. You've got to have that bit of fun, a little bit of intrigue. Yeah, you got to give something for the kids. And it's an advert. Right. As much as we, <laughs> as much as we like, want to paint it however we want, it's an advert for kids. And I can, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. And I can tell you now that my two brothers loved it. Yeah. And they're yeah, the age I'm, range, I mean. I'm just waiting for someone to ask if it's canon. Oh, Jesus, poor Pablo. Yeah. Could you imagine? He's probably sweating in his little <laughs> office. He's like, please, God, no. <laughs> he's just, like, carefully refreshing his mentions, hoping that none of them pop up. I wouldn't be surprised if he left Twitter if someone asked him. If if Go Rogue is like a, a authentic like level of <laughs> um, same level as the novelizations, you know, type canon. Well, people ask if the Lego like videos are canon. Right. It's like it's Lego canon. Exactly. It's because it's because the universe. I love it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all tied up. Yeah. I do have to admit, I do disagree. I think if Pablo hasn't left Twitter. Already, because of all the stuff he's seen. Yeah, that, there's no. He's staying. He's, he's got a tough. He's made of hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd only wish to be as with the same uh, mental fortitude as Pablo Hidalgo <laughs> of the British <laughs> Film Story Group. One day we will look up to him. Yeah. Well, enough to say as well uh, that USA Today and Yahoo Movies also revealed. Uh, different types, like, they also revealed the merch their own ways, and just got the message out there. It was a pretty good day just to see, I mean, the new Lego sets. I can't wait for the new Lego sets. Right. And yeah, that... there's a few, like, pretty amazing uh, things that I'm already sort of listing out for, for Rogue Friday, like, mm, gotta get my hand on that. <laughs> that Krennic Funko Pop. I yep. need it. <laughs> I need it so bad. You know, also, um, as, even though we just went on this little thing about how kids should always feel welcome at the Star Wars table, why do they only make kids' costumes? <laughs> it's like, I want I want a Darth <laughs> Death Trooper costume for $45. Well, they make, they make costumes, just have to have a lot of money. Yeah, I guess so. Because, like, I remember um, they made, like, a kid's, like, resistance jacket. Yeah. And it's like, man, then adult one in the Disney store. I'd buy like I'd buy that for sure. Yeah, it would, wouldn't you? I don't think why Unless they, they did sell the license for that to Yeah. Novos, and that's why they're not doing it. Ah, okay. Is there is there anything uh you've seen so far that you gotta you gotta jump on? Well figure wise. Yeah, or any of these um well, any of these items today. Any of the K two stuff I need, like now. Because mm-hmm. that's He's the most anticipated character for me. I just love that droid so much, based yeah. on what we've seen. 
that, that humour, that sarcasm. He reminds me of me a lot. <laughs> Dropping that bag. Right. Not giving a damn. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, um, let's see. I, I'm really into that U-Wing Lego. Um, that, that's going to be a must at some point. Oh, definitely. And then, let's see. I really like the Jin Funko, and I also really like the, uh, the Cassian Andor uh, Disney Elite series. Because oh, yeah? a lot of the a lot of the Cassian merchandise has him in the Jetta blue jacket. Yeah. But I actually really like his sort of standard rebel outfit, and um, that's really the only thing I've seen with him wearing that. So I definitely want to jump on that. I love the. Uh, I just love like rebel rank insignia. It's it's yeah. so, like <laughs> iconic and nonsensical. <laughs> Great. So I I just I want to see more of that, and I want to. Oh, so I definitely want that. That Cassian Andor. Don't you think it's a bit weird that we haven't got the whole crew all together in like one wave? Yeah, I suppose. Because you just would imagine that it's easier to get them all at one time, unless, mm-hmm. especially from a marketing point, if you keep them back, you have to wait in <laughs> for the next right. wave and get those figures too. Right. But when the film comes out, you'd want. All of them, right? Yeah, I mean, it would suck to you know be sitting around for months waiting, like we have for Luke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, for for obvious reasons, but um, reasons that I don't think would apply really to Rogue One. Do you think kids like, that are asking about the Luke Skywalker figure get that Maz Kanata response back about it never coming? <laughs> Yeah. Dear child, that figure is never coming. <laughs> oh man. Is it is is there actually one coming? Yeah there is. I'm just exaggerating for that point, but yeah. No, there is right. one coming. I just don't know it just seems a bit I mean it seems a bit odd. I was talking to someone about this on Twitter not long ago. Because I was sort of sticking up for Hasbro a tiny bit by saying if they did get the photos late later than they should have near the end of the film times it takes that long to sort of mould that mm-hmm. figure I can understand and Funko they got their one out but they're quite easier to sort of sculpt and release I would imagine yeah because they're sort of not exactly they're stylized. right but then at the same time I want Luke <laughs> yeah it's, it's sort of just I mean I Leia too like it's well, Leia's it's been, nice uh... isn't she Oh, is there one? I haven't seen one. I guess so. I think it was the um, the blue dress that she wears at the end. Oh, of the film. okay. I I remember. Oh, they put her in the um, that like little box set in the Disney store. Oh yeah. Uh, that was the, like the little figurines. That was Elite series, I think. Yeah, they're like they're like miniature ones though. Oh okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think she got a, a big standalone one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so... It's Luke and Leia, it's still that to sell. Yeah, of course, I think. Um, I don't know, I won't try to understand marketing that much, but you would think uh, that they'd have it in the pipes, at least. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, Funko-wise, for The Force Awakens, two of the four that I have, mm-hmm. one of them's Leia, one of them's Captain Phasma, so there's definitely... The, People want female action figures. Right. The fact that they've got like a million Kylo Rens now. Yeah. They're releasing another Kylo Ren. Exactly for, for Rogue One. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd think you'd think at least Luke would come out with this wave. You know this yeah. this new this like amping new up for Christmas wave. thing. Yeah. It's just weird. Whatever. Well, I guess it'll. It'll come when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. We should start an online petition. Oh, should we? What would change yeah, the that, org? That would definitely make a difference. I that think. makes everything better. Yeah. That would change their minds. They'd be like, do you know what? Let's just release it. <laughs> also, quick, quick uh, little comment here. Have you seen the Bodie Rook um, Disney Elite series? I have not. Should I check he's, it out? He's got this like little goofy smile. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if that's fully representative of, of <laughs> Bodhi's character. Um, Hang on, I'll, let me try and find it. Yeah, I think. Uh, let's see. 
That's a good place where they have it. Okay, I'll the, um, Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> he just looks like he's... He looks so happy. He, yeah, like, why is he so... He's like, yeah, 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 I left my crap job working as a truck oh, driver. Yeah. Unless, yeah. what's in that pipe? I don't know, maybe like a Jetta hookah thing. Like laughing, laughing gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That explains a few things. There we go. It's the, the pressure of um, stealing the desktop plan Scott gets to you. <laughs> Just have a quicker. Jin's freaking out, piloting the U-wing. He's like, hey, hey, hey take, a, take a hit of this. Oh my god, yeah. You'll be good, you'll be good. <laughs> we won't die. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on when in the shot in the trailer where it looks like Judd is collapsing on top of them. <laughs> He's like, nah, man, it's cool. <laughs> you would, though, wouldn't you, if that was happening? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, Elite Series Bodhi Rook. Get it <laughs> if you want to have a laugh with him. Oh, my God. I can't stop staring at his face. It's hypnotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. What about uh, our second topic of the evening? Uh, no Palpatine in Rogue right, One. Right. Yeah, I can't say I'm surprised but i am a little a little down on it yeah i mean first thing i when i woke up i found the link from i don't know where the story originated from it looks like hound tooth blog who mm-hmm. the owner of it is a really cool guy who speaks to me on twitter a lot it just seems weird that this sort of big news came out of this <laughs> this video that was seemingly just like there without anyone right finding it's it, um... right? It's like a Dutch Amsterdam Comic Con, is it? I think that's right, yeah. Like a um, little con- convention of sorts. Right. So yeah, it just sort of came out of there, and yeah, it hasn't really gotten that much coverage, I don't think. Um, I haven't seen it in too many places. Now, are you surprised that Palpatine isn't, quotation mark, in Rogue One? Uh, no. Okay. But I do... I do feel like, like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I wasn't expecting it, but I just feel like it would have been really cool if he was. <laughs> you know, just, just even just to have Ian McDermott back. Um, yeah, it would just be, it would be a great little tie-in. But I think we did, we did sort of talk about this a little in our trailer review, because that, of course, that scene from the very first trailer came up again, and we were talking about that and sort of what ramifications that is, what what that means. Um, and we discussed Palpatine sort of being in Rogue One and whether or not he would draw too much away from the the new characters and their story. Yeah, because but... a lot of people have said, oh, there's too many cameos, and mm-hmm. I can understand that. But if you're dealing with something, like in my opinion, if you're dealing with something this big as the Death Star, I'd imagine Palpatine had some say in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, this is his ultimate weapon to finally, you know, push his will upon the galaxy. And I wonder, I do wonder how much, I assume he'll be mentioned by Krennic. He has to be, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be mentioned for sure. Yeah, like this is his way up the ladder even further um, to get this thing ready. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not, like, upset. I'm not disappointed. I'm not like, oh, why is he in it? But I think it just would have been... It would have been a really cool cool way to tie him in and uh, have him back, even just for a little bit. You know, like a, a little hologram transmission or something. See, I don't know how to take this news, to be honest, because... Did you watch the video? I didn't, no. Okay. He seems to know a lot about what's going on. Uh-huh. And, I don't know, Ian McDermott could, could, I mean, he could be just a big fan and just want to keep up and know what's going on. But the fact that he sort of, um, he's watched episode 7, he loved it, uh, the fact that he, like, he he spoke about Rogue One, he said, oh, I'm not in Rogue One, it's about them stealing the Death Star plans, blah, blah, blah. It just makes me feel a little, a little bit dubious. And this is just me, maybe, wearing my tinfoil hat, but... yeah. I don't know. Like usually, I just didn't imagine him to be so up to date with it, unless P 
people keep asking him, are, are you going to be Rogue One? What's that? Right. And then explaining it to him. No, honestly, now that you brought that up, I sort of, I can jump on that as well because just based on my extremely brief interaction <laughs> at a tape, at a signing table with him and his panel at Celebration 6, I think, yeah. um, it doesn't, he doesn't strike you as the person who goes out of his way to, to keep on the nose with Star Wars. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that, that almost does, um, hint at like a wider need to have knowledge. You know, maybe someone is like, hey, this is going on, this is going on. Um, because maybe he is popping up in something. Yeah, because that's, that's the sort of the three sort of ideas I had in my head was, Either he's just telling the truth and he's not in it. Mm-hmm. And he keeps up to date. Maybe he just, just likes watching the films. But like you said, that just seems a bit dubious to me because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I didn't imagine him to know... Like, him understanding what like, that Rogue One is out this year. Yeah. Some of the general audience don't even know when, <laughs> when the film's taking place. Right, right. And then he knows exactly what's going on in it. Maybe Ian McDermott is the emperor, the true, yeah, the true embodiment of Palpatine, and he's actually pulling all the strings of Lucasfilm. They don't know that yeah. he's in it. He's yeah, he's basically getting him to be in it. Everything is transpiring as he is foreseen. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, that is interesting to think about how. Yeah, like I can't. I really, I don't want to like discredit any sort of fandom he might have, but I just, yeah, I don't see him as the kind of person who not, you know, he understands, he's not one of those like mercenary actors. He's like, Oh, it's just a job. Yeah. But yeah, I don't see, um, I don't see him really like waking up and going on making star Wars or something. And he doesn't, if he does appear, which he says he's not, he's, he's ruled out his appearance, but if he does appear, it doesn't even have to be that long. Mm-hmm. Do what Rebels did. Quick, sort of, um, a, few, a few sentences, and then you're out. Yeah, maybe maybe he doesn't technically appear, but exactly. he's got some audio in there. A little bit of a hologram, maybe? I wonder if, with this, because um, Dave Filoni, I believe, has sort of, like, pushed this idea that if they can get the act, like the film actors to voice them, yeah. In Rebels, they'll go for it. I wonder if they pulled him in for something. As great as Sam Witwer is, I wonder if they got him. You know, just oh, yeah. just to further, you know, be uh, get the conspiracies going with his involvement in Lucasfilm. Because, <laughs> I mean, what's... I, have, I don't know really what he's up to um, do I. in his current career. So, I'm just assuming maybe he's doing more plays. Yeah, some stage stuff, but I'd imagine I would imagine he has time to record lines if they if they wanted him in uh in Rebels or something. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you never know. Hopefully hopefully it's all true because what a phenomenal character and actor to have back in Star Wars, you know. It'd just be perfect. He sort of he sort of is one of those actors that just really bridges the both trilogies well. Mm-hmm. And has yeah. him in the first standalone film. Right. And I would love some some legacy of his to be like more concretely show up in the sequels as well. You know. I don't need I don't necessarily need uh him to be like related to anyone, but I think it it'd be a it'd be another cool way to tie the empire into what's going on. That'd be cool if sort of like Gallius Rex in Rogue mm-hmm. One. Probably not. Like, I'm definitely not. Probably. But <laughs> if he was just walking around, you know, if he's a pretty big deal. You never know. Right. And that's a pretty big. The Death Star's a pretty big deal. The construction of it. Yeah. He could be involved. It's a big deal, like Finn. <laughs> a, yeah, he's a big deal, like Finn. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's all the case because yeah, we we're definitely on board with seeing him. See, see, Palpatine, you don't need to get rid of the Senate. We're, we're your friend. Yeah, we love you. Yeah. Hashtag Morshiv. 
Okay, and the final story I think we'll focus on today is the Mark Hamill shaving of the beard. Ooh. I know, right? So, this week, Mark Hamill, <laughs> as the headline suggests, shaved off his beard. He did. That's or it. Some, it looked like someone else's hand did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half man, half teddy bear, apparently. Um, yeah. Helped him out there. Yeah. Right, right. How do you feel about this? Okay, so when I saw the tweet that Mark put up with the video, mm-hmm. I watched it. And immediately, the first thing I did was write on Twitter, I can't wait for the articles to come out, saying, Mark Hamill's episode 9, confirmed, or Mark Hamill dies in episode 8. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to see both yep. <laughs> come out of the mill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... I mean, he did write until episode 9. Mm-hmm. But if he were to die in episode 8, he'd write that anyway, wouldn't he? Yeah. I I feel like why would why would he be allowed to say that either way? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like they keep a they want to keep such a heavy tight lid on plot developments. Um, why would it, they would just it would just feel like someone would advise against him saying, "Yeah, I'll be in the next one." I suppose so, but then at the same time. How many of us expected Luke to die straight after Han dying? Right, right. And loads of people do think that's a possibility, and that's mm-hmm. th- and I think that's true. It is a possibility. It'd be shocking. I think it'd be doubly shocking if Luke does die in the film because mm-hmm. of what happened in Episode Seven. Right. But at the same time, the whole idea of Luke dying is—I don't know how to explain it because. If Luke dies on film, it will affect me. I will cry. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, he can come back. Right. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. It's like a little force blanket. Mm-hmm. An emotional blanket. Where it's going to be horrible. But then there he is. Yeah. Like he could come back. Mark could come back as a ghost. Or as a voice. Right. So the but with Han, it's more emotional in that regard because he's not coming back to quote yeah. Maz again. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's um. It it is interesting because obviously he he had shaved before. Yeah. Um. So that it's not necessarily it doesn't mean anything about the beard being linked to his. Like his life, um, because yeah, in, in Anaheim he didn't have a beard. Yeah. So he's more than capable of growing it back before filming. They do have a while before filming, I I assume, at least a year. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think there's any. I don't know how it indicates any sort of like character arc. To, yeah, to me, <laughs> like based on what everything he said. Mm-hmm. He hates the beard. Yeah. Now he can get rid of the beard. He got rid of it. He just yeah. made a little social media video about it. Right, because right. it's going to be a story anyway. Yeah. And it promotes your show. So there you go. Like, yeah. and I think the only news part of it is that he mentioned the confirmed for episode 9. Mm-hmm. Which again could be... He could be lying. But I, I doubt it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's not—he's not a disingenuous person in any way. <laughs> like, I don't think he ever uh, would would attempt to to like openly lie about anything. But yeah, I think uh, good for Mark if he finds that chin thing to be annoying. <laughs> he does look cool with it. The yeah. beard really does suit him. Yeah, it um it gives him a nice gravitas. It does. Very uh, Ben Kenobi-ish. Yeah, very Alec Guinness. Yeah. So, but you know, if he doesn't, if he doesn't like having it, then good for him. I'm glad his face is free, and he can enjoy the rest of his uh, <laughs> year, beer, beard or no beard, he's going lo- into episode nine. He's lovely, you know? fresh face. Yep. Before having to grow it back again. Right. i actually. I do wonder um, in episode eight if. He like, quote, like, 
cleans up a little. You know, like shave his bit. Yeah, because we do have this this new costume art for him. That's a you know obviously less a little more slick and uh, less of this like heavy robes we see him in uh, episode seven. Yeah, you were referring to the uh, I believe it's the venomous art. And if you haven't checked his art out on Instagram, do it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Based on the making Star Wars, I believe it was from originally making Star Wars. Dot net. They're um. The rumours of what Luke's costume is supposedly going to look like, and mm-hmm. I think there's a few things that aren't exactly perfect, but it's a good sort of indicator for what he's wearing. It's very sort of Return of the Jedi-ish. Yeah, with, um, what was it? It was sort of like a poncho cape type thing. Yeah, similar to his cape from episode, I think, I think it's like similar to the cape from episode 7, but sort of um, like cut down a bit, sort of Count Dooku-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost had that, like, at least in the art, it had sort of that, um, like, Phasma-style, like, diagonal... Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, ...kind of thing going on. So, yeah, I think, um... So, yeah, with going on that information, with sort of his outfit gets a little trimmed down. I wonder if he, uh, you know, sort of cleans his beard up and gets a, cuts his hair a little. Oh. Just to sort of trim the character a little. I hope not, because it, I think it's, the grey sort of really like contrasts well with the black and mm-hmm. just helps give him that sort of mental... It's weird, isn't it, how that, that beard just gives you that sort of mental look for Luke. Obviously, because I guess we're thinking about Ben Kenobi. I, I, I'm excited. I think it's a, it's a good look, look for... I was about to say, it's a good look for Luke. <laughs> it's um, a good look for Luke. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good look for... For old man Luke. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah, I, he looks great. And I think um, I'm just glad that we, we're getting more Luke in episode 9. Yeah, I mean, like, what? Just while we're on the topic. Okay. I guess we can do this in a more long form in a future episode, I suppose. But yeah. Sort of like, what What do you want to see from Luke the most Ooh. in these next few movies? Now, Luke Skywalker... Oh, it sounds a bit weird there. Uh, well, Luke Skywalker is probably my favourite character. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was little, he's the one I always went to be. I know there's the Han or Luke debate. But Han was better than... Always going to be cooler than me. That's not me. I'm Luke. I'm the whiny <laughs> kid. Right. I don't... Like, everyone wants Luke... Well, not everyone, but I've seen a few people say that they want Luke to be more like Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. But I thought the whole point of the original trilogy is that he realises that he can't just be like Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah. And that he himself is kind of a mixture of his dad and Obi-Wan. Right. And it's sort of shown in his costume, especially in the Jedi, where he's wearing the black and he's got his hand to show what will happen if he goes down that dark path. Mm-hmm. The um, metallic metal hand, and even more so, I guess, in Episode Seven because he's not even wearing the flesh anymore. Right, it's withered away. So it's or something. Yeah, everyone <laughs> says it's withered away, but I like to think that because he, he, I'm sure he can get a replacement. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like it's like one of those iPhone um, shatter glasses. Yeah, I'm sure he can just pick up like hand flesh. Right. eBay for £2.50. But for Luke, I think it's more of a... After what happened to his apprentices, or the Jedi Order that he created, after mm-hmm. what happened there, he's trying to remind himself again that he could go down that path. He could just turn dark and murder his own nephew. Yeah. But he can't. He has to st- stick to that path that he's now gone down. When he frees lightsaber and the Death Star, he has to stick down that path and... I think episode 8 is him struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Because Han was a big deal to him. Right, yeah. I hope we see a bit more of that, like how it affects him. How being away from Leia affected him. He, he's he got guilt because he feels like he's failed. He failed Ben, I'm assuming. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't just a friend, it was his, his family. It's his family yeah. that he let him down. Yeah. And then his family... Also helped 
to kill his new family. Right. His extended family. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, it's, uh... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Like, with Bloodline... Spoiler. So, this is like a spoiler alert for Bloodline. So I'll give you the chance to skip. <laughs> okay. A few more seconds. Okay. Like, Leia and Luke didn't tell Ben. Yes. And neither yeah. did Han about right. his heritage. This was something I didn't expect in the build-up to, so, um, to sort of the, the Force Awakens. I would have, I would have, like, the story in my head before all this came out was that, you know, they would have, he would have grown up knowing this and they would have tried to teach him from, from a young age about, about this danger. But I guess it, it makes even more sense now that, you know, it just sort of pops up and the way he deals with it is very poorly. And it really... Bending. Yeah, and it really reflects in episode seven when you rewatch it. It's Mm -hmm. kind of really heartbreaking and it gave me more of a, um, sympathy for Ben. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, his parents and his family lied to him. And it wasn't just a lie, it was... Your granddad was Space Hitler. Yeah. Like, the most hated guy in the galaxy was your grandfather. Mm-hmm. And you would have questions. And Ben is in his... I mean, he's about your age, right? When this happens? Uh... Yeah, what is, they say he's, what, 29, 30 in The I think Force Awakens? I think he's 30 in The Force Awakens, and I think yeah. Bloodline's six years before? Right, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, about 24. So it's pretty late in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't trust anyone if they lied to you that, that long. Right. And I guess when someone comes up to you and whispers stuff in your ear... Hashtag Snoke. Yeah. You're probably more likely to listen to them then, after you find out that they've lied to you. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 that's what was so cool about Bloodline, because it really threw a lot of, like, conceptions and theories about what really happened out the window. <laughs> you know, <'cause, laughs> it did. Because it's like, oh, you, you can sort of see this this image of of Snoke sort of eyeing up this toddler Ben, you know, being like, ooh, yes, I like this. But, you know, allegedly it would have happened much later. And especially a lot of the theories about who Rey is and who took her to Jakku and, you know, all this stuff. And it really threw that way up into the air. Um, so it, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's fascinating how that that one book just changed so much about the way we process these these situations the first time around. Definitely. I mean, for me, like, I had a few theories about Ray. Red Bloodline, gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All my theories have gone. I mean, there's some ideas that you can keep, but for me, I love that. It keeps it so fresh. It keeps it... Yeah. It means it's, it's going to be something original. It's going to be something new, something fresh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And we know that... Um, Ryan Johnson had involvement with the book. Right. And came up with the stuff like the napkin bombing. Mm-hmm. So it has to be, a, like, it must affect Episode 8 in some way or form. Yeah, it it had to um, inform in some way, you know, this the, the relationships that they have. If they were going to bring Ryan Johnson in to, to have some, uh, so, sort of lay a little groundwork then why would why would it not? <laughs> exactly. And awesome. that sort of links back into what you were saying about um into Luke's character. Mm-hmm. It's all this sort of go around his head, so I think really the main theme for Luke in episode eight is conflict. Because mm-hmm. he's this Jedi who's not supposed to be fighting but he's been drawn back into the fight. He's someone who was supposed to train his nephew, and that went awry. Now his friend is dead. I mean, the whole galactic political system has just been blown to smithereens. And right. he has to get involved. But I think he's going to be conflicted by that. He'd be conflicted by his own emotions, which he should be, because he's human still. Mm-hmm. 
and I think that's best reflected in the fact that he's supposedly going to be wearing that black outfit again. Right. Which all reflects his intentions. Also, I hope I'm not the only person who wants to see this, but how cool would, like, a moment <laughs> between Luke in an X-Wing and Poe in an X-Wing be... <laughs> 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 like... The no. two, the two greatest pilots of the last, you know. You know, I'm with you 100. Thirty years. I want Luke to be wear, wearing a flight suit. Yeah, how cool would that be? That'd be great because it's not like he like shrugged it off when he was learning to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why he'd do it later on. Yeah, that's that's my my dream for the sequel trilogy is an epic space battle that brings all these people back and you know. Sort of like an, a mix between Endor and Coruscant space oh, that'd battle. That'd be great with X-wings. Yeah, Because oh. I mean, look, look at all these characters who are great pilots. You got Ray and Luke and Poe and um, gosh, who else? Just all your Resistance folks. Snap and Snap. Uh, Jessica Parva. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say uh, Elastie, but he's <laughs> rest in peace. Oh yeah. Maybe the the other random Abednego in the closing shot when they're all waiting by. <laughs> yeah. I don't know his name. Do he have a name? Um. Uh, so fun story. An Imperial Senate special. I um long ago tweeted Pablo asking about him. <laughs> this is like back in December. And flashback. He uh he did confirm that Elo Asti was the one who died. Okay. And. He said he seriously but not seriously has been um, campaigning for the the guy at the end to be called Paul's Boutique. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's Boo Space Teak. Oh, please make that happen. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, that had my Twitter handle on it and it said that. So, in my head, that is 100% truth. (laughs) Canon, you heard it here, folks. Yes. There you go. Right, should we get into a Q&A before we wrap up? Yeah, let's, let's run through some, some questions. Some questions. Okay, first off, we've got Alex Ward. Hi, Alex. Thank you for your question. Uh, how do you think um, Lucasfilm will respond if Rogue One is a hit? Will we see Ooh. sequels, spin-offs... Basically, where will these soon-to-be-popular characters end up after Rogue One? Bracket besides dead. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Positive. Yeah. See, I don't know, because I'm really struggling to find a world where I can see anybody walking away from Rogue One. Really? Yeah, like, I, I don't... I can't... I don't know where... I don't know where they would go, honestly. I feel like okay, I've got a good, I've got a good one, but I'll, okay. I'll let you finish your. No, yeah, I, I just, I see this team, it, just in a classic war movie sense, you know, going, going all the way to complete the job, and, and yeah, I, I mean, everything that we know of in, um, like a New Hope, with just dialogue and stuff, and the way sort of they approach that situation. It sort of seems like it's like oh well we got rid of all them but they still got the plans off so now we gotta go do that. I feel like I feel like I just feel like Rogue One doesn't have many loose ends Rogue. or won't have loose ends. Rogue Two this time they have to steal another Death Star plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a team of Bobbins and Jin. <laughs> there we go. That'll make the people happy. That's a good. That's a galactic drink. <laughs> Boffins with gin. I do have a question, really okay. random. Go. So when so when I have my like Star Wars themed parties, yeah, do I rename the Qui Gon Gin and Tonic to the Gin and Tonic Urso? Ooh, I don't know. Because we have two gin based characters now <laughs> <laughs> in Star Wars, and it's it's and it's a both tough one. Not spelled yeah. G I N. Yeah. Maybe when Rogue One comes out, you can rename it briefly. Like a like specialty. 
depends how many Star Wars drinks you've got. Maybe maybe another mixer. Yeah, know. make two. There we go. It's or like a gin martini. Yeah, exactly. A gin or so martini. Because she's a lone wolf, and gin, a gin martini is like basically gin. Exactly. She's been on her own for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> this martini's been on its own for 15 years. Anyways, let's get back to the point. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I struggle to think of a way where... Like, believe me, I would love to see, like, Cassian and, um, well, we are, I guess we kind of know one of them doesn't make it, but... <laughs> what are you referring to? I don't know. Some, there's some fuzzy memory in my head where I feel like something happened. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'd love to see Cassian and Jin walk away, um, but I don't see it happening, so what, what about you? I think they're going to die, most of the characters... And I don't think we're going to see a sequel. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a standalone. It has to stand alone. You can't just make a sequel to it. At least I don't think so. Character-wise, I wouldn't be surprised to see the droid that K2 is in Rebels. Oh, okay. If, yeah. he's, if, he's, if he's just one selection of a type of droid, Imperial Force of droid... Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting if you just see like a a range of them appear, like as villains. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that'd be fun. Because then you have this all opposite, like what they would actually do against, mm-hmm. or even in like the Han Solo film. Depends on how there's Imperials and that. Yeah. If it's that time period, you could just reuse the texture and stuff. Yeah, I think that no, that's a that's makes total sense to me. Um, especially like when you have these assets. Why not continue using them? Exactly. You know, I, that's the whole point of expanding the universe, right? Um, I've just you seen... Get, you get all this stuff. While, while we're recording, apparently the Star Wars show has just dropped. Oh, really? It's 38 minutes ago, but as revealed on the Star Wars show, Imperial Astromech C2B5. Oh, look at him. Oh, he's gorgeous. Baby in black. Oh, look how cute he is. <laughs> how evil do you reckon he is? <laughs> he kills Jen. <laughs> At the end, he's the one in the Tie Fighter. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Could you imagine? <laughs> oh man, that's some like chopper, t- chopper style action going in. Astromex driving Tie Fighters, killing characters. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, uh, again, just to see if we can answer Alex's question as best we can. What else did he talk about? We just said, do we think we'll see these characters anywhere else after Rogue One? Yeah, I don't know. And as, yeah, as far as like sequels, no. Spinoffs? Mm, if if someone, maybe if someone uh, survives, say if Jin survives, maybe there's another Jin story to be told. But Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel it. Yeah, me neither. Well, there you go, Alex. We've answered your question. Uh, we, we're we very um, pessimistic. <laughs> it's true. Up next, we've got Stephen Henman. Who's, uh, he basically says, um, I might be too late, but when do you expect a tease for episode 8? And or a title? And when do you think we should get it, as in when is appropriate? Will fans expect something on Black Friday? Is that what happened? Is that's what happened with TFA? Will there be disgruntlement if it's not there? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where how entitled are we allowed to act? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. I feel. I guess I feel personally if they didn't adhere to the TFA schedule then I'd be scratching my head a little. So I would I would maybe expect uh, a teaser around Christmas time. And, like, as Black Friday, basically end of November. If only they um, had a film out around them. Yeah, you know, something to, something to really market it with. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like it's a Star Wars. Yeah. So I think, I think then any earlier would be weird. I would have loved for... 
a title to be given at Celebration. Oh, yeah. Um, just because last last time it was just like a publicity post. It didn't really feel like a special announcement. It was random, right? Yeah. It was, gosh, I don't even remember when. It was like October or something of 2015. Um, I could that could even be wrong. I don't remember. But <laughs> I think it was um, just it was just on Twitter. Like one day they just put a picture up with Yeah. Force Awakens, like, and it was like, like what? Yeah, there was. It, it's it's sort of a big deal what the movie's called. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I would love for it to be focused around a fan event um, based on what's left in the year. I don't know what that would be. So who knows? Maybe it'll just be with its first teaser and it won't be announced separately. I think for me, like Lucasfilm being really like wise about it. I know everyone wants an episode 8 title and everyone wanted it at Celebration, but it just takes away the limelight from Rogue One mm-hmm. and why would you do that when you're like a few months away from the film being released yeah. it just seems it just seems odd for me if you were episode like to reveal the episode 8 title you've got a film out in December you know Star Wars fans will definitely be there because they're watching a Star Wars film yeah. it's a perfect place to sort of announce it mm-hmm. in my opinion <laughs> so, so like we're gonna go see Rogue One get a teaser <laughs> for episode 8 not care about Rogue One and just be sitting good point, there like good point. oh my god Luke in an X-Wing in the episode 8 teaser <laughs> well maybe you have to wait to the credits oh what if so they start putting in like teasers like Marvel style yeah <laughs> or maybe Snoke They've got like a, it's like Austin Powers. They've got like a time travel machine. Oh man! And he like jumps in it. <laughs> he will return oh, it today. Makes uh, sense, right? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I hope. Uh, I think that that's what Stephen was asking. I think we covered. Yeah, I think we covered it. Like that. Any time after Rogue One, we'll see it. Mhm. That's the truth of it. I think there's no. Yeah. There's no... Yeah, definitely. Except for getting people pumped up. It will confuse normal fans anyway, who still... Still people still don't understand what happens in Rogue One, where it's set. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Not even that long. And, it, and it's just... I know people are like, oh, I want it now, I want it now, it would be interesting to hear. It's like, yeah. oh, I don't care about the Star Wars film. <laughs> I want to know about the Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Relax. Yeah, the okay. more I think about it, the the more I do worry that it'll it'll sort of take away some of the Rogue One hype. I know it's just because just... it it's hard. It's it's like the next. It always happens. It's like when the Force Awakens was going on, and everyone's like, "Yay, yay Force Awakens!" And then Dave Filoni's like, "Hey, we're gonna drop this Rebels trailer." Exactly. Just so you know. And then it's like, "Oh my God, Rebels, Rebels, Rebels!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they've got to. They've got to be smart about it, um, and yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it'll be post Rogue One, so it looks like a later schedule than than TFA. Okay, we got another Twitter question here from okay. uh, Ryder on Twitter. Okay, yeah. And uh, this is a fun, a nice fun one. If you could be any Star Wars character, who would you want to be? Not necessarily your favorite character. Ooh, that's tricky. That is. I've put a lot of thought into this, actually. How oh, have you? Yeah. Go on, then. You go first. Um, I would pick Saboba. <laughs> okay. Cause Why? I don't know. You like, lost. But not all the time. Oh, yeah, I suppose. And there's always, there's always this idea that you could have come back <laughs> afterwards. Um, it got beaten by a 10-year-old. Yeah, but it is a ten-year-old cheating with the force, <laughs> you know. Anyways, let's, let's talk about. Never cheated. Let's talk about pre-Phantom Menace. <laughs> okay. This guy is on top of his game. This is this is the the one all the little pod racers want to be. Yeah, it's it's just the sports superstar would be an, an amazing thing to be in the galaxy. I miss pod racing. 
and I want to see Sebulba. Yeah, me too. It was good to see it in the Freemaker Adventures, actually. Oh, yeah. With uh, Ben Quadraneros. There we go. Coming back. But yeah, Sebulba, that's an interesting <laughs> choice, because he's the, he's the... He cheats as well. Yeah, but... He's a rascal. He's, he's still awesome. Yeah, I mean, everyone does love him. And he always wins. And he can walk on these, like... He, he can walk in his hands. That's I just cool. want to be a winner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's cue, cue dramatically depressing podcast songs. <laughs> yes. But I guess if, if I was going to, like, open this up a little wider, open the question up a little wider and say, okay. what would I want to be in Star Wars? I would want to be, like, the greatest pod racer of all time. Yeah, that's a pretty good... Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good... Like, character to be. Yeah. To get rich. Yeah, of course. Good sponsorship deal. Get a hunt on yourself. You know what? Like, Anakin will have posters of me in his room. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. The greatest Jedi, like, ever idolizing me. And it's still there. Great. As people, like, little kids are... I think attacked by clone troopers, and it's just still there. It's shining in the moonlight. What an amazing shot. I was, I was talking to my friend a while ago, and, like, how cool would it be if we got, like, a version of Revenge of the Sith, but animated Clone Wars style? <laughs> and, like, well. and, like, done as the Clone Wars. And then there'd be this beautiful shot of, like, the temple on fire, and it would go into, like, Anakin's room, and just the little corners of the poster burning. <laughs> Jesus and then, Christ. And then they, and then they, like, all converge on Ben Quadraneros' face. <laughs> <laughs> and then just they just fade away. And all you hear is, Master Skywalker, what are we gonna do? <laughs> and then innocence has fully died. <laughs> That's the most depressing thing I've heard. <laughs> That's Dave Filoni, and then Dave Filoni, evil laughing in the corner. And then it just <laughs> it goes back to what you said at uh, celebration when he makes people cry, and he's like, "Why are you crying?" He's yeah. Like, <laughs> It's funny. Stop. Stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're, there we go. They're being killed, but Luke redeems it. Who's that? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you? Where, where would you place yourself? I don't know. Because you've now entered... You've, you've sort of... Um, you've, you've sort of given me two questions. Right. We've mm. got the... Um, which character would you be? And what type of person would you be? Character-wise, who would I want to be? Either way, like, Imperial or Rebel. Mm-hmm. You're not a main person that isn't Han. <laughs> right. You're kind of doomed, I guess. Yeah. Um, maybe Freepio, because you could, you could just turn himself off sometimes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You'd have a, like, really awful Thursday. <laughs> Like four years after the Battle of Yavin, or three years after the Battle of Yavin. If you don't you mind, know, oh, shut off. You have one really awful day. Exactly. But that's about it. No, I. This is this is tricky. Anything with favor, I'm always terrible with. Mm-hmm. Um. It doesn't have to be your favorite character, though. I know it's not favorite character yet, but who would I want to be? Mm-hmm. I'd probably want to be my favorite character. Yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't want to be my favorite character because. It's Vader. Um, <laughs> Would you ever like to give insane speeches in front of thousands of people and be Hux? Yeah, I'll be Hux. That's it. I'm Hux. I'll be Hux. <laughs> Disorder. Disorder. <laughs> and I, th- I remember seeing like a cartoon a long time ago. It was like, it's the weekend. Acquiesced in disorder. <laughs> now like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> well... That's all we've got for this opening debate in the Imperial Senate. And it's been a great little um, chat and discussion about these characters, the books, the novels, and just the news that's been happening this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. I think we'll be back next week, right? Yeah, don't see why not. Unless um, uh, Palpatine disbands us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you never know. You never know. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a good first proper episode. It's been good. Um, I assume we'll 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 clean up, of course, as time goes on. We'll clean up. Uh, this is to let everyone know. This is purely just what we want to do is just talk about Star Wars. Uh, my Twitter account is at c m w a s h b y. Nikki. 
And mine is, gosh, how do I even spell mine? It's, it is at Nequitius, which is at N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S, I believe. And you can, con- <laughs> you can contact us there for anything, any positive or negative feedback. We appreciate both because it just helps us in the long run. And, Absolutely. Um, if there's anyone who can do music, because we do need some, like, just jingles and opening and stuff like that. We're going to mess around and see what we can get. But if anyone wants to help us out with that, please contact, please contact us with that as well, because that would be very helpful. Yeah, definitely. We're a little, we're a little startup. And we're, we're getting there. Definitely excited to see what any of our friends out there in the world have to help us with. So, that's us again, unless Palpatine disbands us. (laughs) Bye. Bye.